Morning, guys. Welcome to Emmett Audio. <laughs> I gotta pick up the pace of my walking. <clears throat> a bit groggy this morning because yesterday uh, we got up at 4:15 and hit the road by five to drive up to the Common Ground Fair in Maine, which is halfway up the coast of Maine, um, which is a, a five-hour drive for us. And we used to live in Maine. Um, my wife for longer than I did. Um, and we've been to the Common Ground Fair several times before, but it, it's been 10 years since we last went. And so the last time we were there, um, uh, I was 26, didn't know what I was going to do with my life, had just had our first daughter just taking over the Christmas trees, wasn't sure if it was going to work out, didn't know what, what I was going to build, you know, I didn't know what was going to be the thing that I latched onto that became the thing, but I did have this goal of finding a thing and then becoming good at it, known at it. And that's what I've worked towards in the last 10 years. And so the last time I was at the Common Ground Fair, uh, um, it was a real interesting counterpoint to being there this time. I think the last time I didn't, I wasn't doing any crafts and, you know, I'd barely done anything of that sort. And this time, uh, I went and Kenneth Kordemeyer and Angela were there with the Maine Coast Craft School and I introduced myself to them and they'd heard of me in the magazine. And uh, I walked around and not only was um, my book part of the raffle basket for the uh, Taproot Magazine booth, but uh, my book was also being sold by my publisher who had a booth there for the first time and it had actually all sold out but one copy and a woman was looking at it as I walked up and I was able to say this funny sentence which was like hey I wrote that book and she bought it on the spot and had me sign it um so what a contrast to 10 years ago and I've been trying to wrap my head around what's different and it's not just time and I'm trying to wrap my head around what uh you know, what got me to this other place of feeling like I have started to contribute, not just to my local community and my family, which I've always done, but starting to make a contribution to my fields of farming and writing about farming and craft. Um, and I think what it is, is that our culture, um, what changes our culture is communication. What shapes our culture going forward is communication, is, is writing about stuff or talking about stuff on a podcast or, or sharing stuff on social media. I think that kind of communication and sharing in ways that can inspire other people in their own journeys is the thing that changes things going forward. And I think I've always been aware of that. I mean, I was in high school, I decided I was a poet. 
I've actually not really talked about this. I decided I was a poet, um, largely in response to having my heart broken by this girl I had a huge crush on. And, um, and I was got quite serious about poetry into college, at which point, about halfway through college, I realized that secretly I was just writing prose that I was chopping up into arbitrary lengths. Um, and I stopped writing poetry and basically changed nothing about how I wrote, but I just, you know, decided, said, it's prose now, because I wanted people to read it. And I felt like people weren't reading poetry, but would read prose, if, even if it was exactly the same words. And so ever since I was 15, I've been cultivating my technical ability to share things through writing and have, I think like everyone else, had my worldview shaped by stuff I was reading. I can't tell you how many books I've read that have gone into me thinking a different way or deciding I wanted to do something with my life or that gave me knowledge that really shaped how I viewed, you know, the things I was doing in my life. Um, and so I think if you are considering how to, um, how to start making a contribution to your culture, not just your community, which I think you can do without this, and certainly not just to your family, which I think it just boils down to how you behave every day. But if you're interested in making a contribution to your culture, I think it comes down to starting to communicate what you know. And the question then becomes, who gave you the right to communicate what you know as though it's something that people should value? And the answer to that is, no one did, and no one has to. If I had waited until someone gave me permission to write what I know, I would have waited decades. Because the truth is that often people who are in positions of power to ask don't think of asking you because they don't think that you have the ability to articulate stuff until you show them that you have the ability to articulate stuff, which is where things like blogs and Instagram posts are so helpful that if you want to show the world that you have interesting things to share, you don't need anyone giving you permission. There are no gatekeepers to that. And even if you look at something like me writing a book that was published by a, a you know a publishing company where there there is a gatekeeper, it was me having written my blog and having written these long form Instagram posts and some magazine articles um, that convinced them to then say, okay, that's interesting. Now, you know, give us a longer example of your work. Show us the real deal. So that got my foot in the door with the gatekeeper is the point. You know, and then you have to hone your craft and hone your craft, meaning the craft of writing, communicating, to the point that you can actually deliver something compelling when, when asked to. But the point is, is that is that you shouldn't wait for someone to ask you 
to share what you have to share because they might not. It might not occur to them or they might decide that they don't want your opinion. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't share it. You should share it anyways because no one has to give you permission to share your opinion. Um, And interestingly, now that I have a book, I'm starting to be approached by magazines who I'm realizing now are seeing me as a safe bet of someone who can actually write well. And so what I found is that it's, it's actually the reverse. You put in the work up front, a tremendous amount of work without getting paid for it, to prove that you know what you're talking about before anyone will then say, okay, we want you to share what you have to know. It doesn't work the other way around. Because the common denominator of changing the culture is an ability to talk about it. And there are plenty of people who have something to share who have not cultivated the ability to talk about it concisely and clearly and um, compellingly. And so even though they have a lot to share, the world doesn't know it. Um, So I think that's the... That's the fundamental thing is no one is no one is no one is going to ask you to share what you have to share but at the same time no one is in a position to stop you. And so it's up to you to decide to share what you know and have to offer. And it's okay to have part of the motivation of that be that you want the upside it will bring to your business and reputation and the economic opportunities. That's okay. As long as it's, you know, coupled with a real desire to share what you know. It's, there's nothing wrong with making a good business decision as long as it is also coming from a place of um, genuinely wanting to offer to the world what you have to offer. And if you haven't been to the Common Ground Fair and you're within striking distance, I would highly recommend that you go. It doesn't have crazy rides or cotton candy, um, but it has incredible... Um, demonstrations of of agriculture and it's just a really great time Um, happens I think this third weekend in September every year and uh, and it's definitely worth a crazy 10 hours of driving